This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Monday, October 3rd. The state is working to pay out one-time $350 aid to some of Georgia's poorest residents after a bumpy rollout has left some recipients struggling to redeem the payments. So far, more than 800,000 Georgia residents have claimed the money and spent it largely on utility bills, groceries, and other retail purchases. But the terms for redeeming these funds have also sowed confusion. The payments cannot be converted into cash, and recipients are encountering difficulties when trying to use the money, which has so far been paid out in the form of a virtual prepaid card. Since the payments first launched on September 20th, social media pages for the Department of Human Services have been inundated with complaints from people. In August, Governor Brian Kemp announced that he would dole out cash payments totaling more than $1 billion to people who are enrolled in some of the state's major benefits programs. Kemp is using federal aid left over from the American Rescue Plan that he opposed. Meanwhile, a federal judge delivered a decisive ruling Friday against allies of Democrat Stacey Abrams in their four-year-old voting rights lawsuit, upholding Georgia election laws on all counts in the case Fair Fight Action Filed days after the 2018 election. U.S. District Judge Steve Jones's judgment concludes the ambitious case against Georgia's voter registration and absentee ballot practices after a trial in which voters testified about problems at the polls, but few of them were unable to cast a ballot. The decision followed what is believed to be the longest voting rights trial in the history of the Northern District of Georgia, lasting 21 days with testimony from over 50 witnesses, wrote Jones, a nominee of President Barack Obama. Jones ruled against fair fight on claims over Georgia's exact match voter registration policy, absentee ballot cancellation practices, and registration inaccuracies. Also, witnesses for Georgia Power testified for hours in front of state regulators this week to justify the company's plan to raise rates by nearly 12% over the next three years. But public interest staff attorneys, consumer watchdogs, and concerned citizens warned that more rate hikes are coming and that those, too, should be considered by the Georgia Public Service Commission, PSC, as they weigh the company's request. The three days of hearings were contentious at times, with the commissioners, particularly Chairman Tricia Pridemore, repeatedly reprimanding some of the parties registered to cross-examine Georgia Power witnesses for their lines of questioning. If Georgia Power's plan is approved, the company would collect a total of $2.9 billion from its 2.7 million electric customers through 2025, with the largest increases taking effect next year. And business and tourism officials in coastal Georgia breathed a sigh of relief this weekend as they were mostly spared from the worst of Hurricane Ian after the storm made a second U.S. landfall in South Carolina on Friday. There were reports of some isolated flooding and some parts of the Georgia coast briefly lost power as Ian churned offshore. But Georgia escaped the devastation Ian brought to southwest Florida. Hotels and short-term rentals did see cancellations throughout last week, said Joseph Marinelli, president of Visit Savannah, which promotes tourism for Savannah and Tybee Island. But they also saw some last-minute bookings by hurricane evacuees. Spoken Layer